Today on We Hear, Ray J could be the most confident person in Hollywood, but why? Turns out, even A-list celebrities send d*** pics. And when will famous people stop getting terrible tattoos? Coming up next on We Hear. Oh my god. We're on page six? No. Oh. No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, the Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. Hey, Ian, Cameron the Rapper doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Maggie, you mentioned celebrity dirt, but this story actually involves dirt of the archaeological (laughs) persuasion. Yes. So have you seen this clip that's floating around the internet? Of Killicam, of Harlem, of Dipset fame, of all pink ensembles, of right. Purple Haze. Rockefeller uh, Records. Yeah. Right. He gave an interview to It's The Real, and he confessed that he doesn't really believe in dinosaurs, which I felt was not an optional opinion. I <laughs> fight with people about dinosaurs and their existence all the time. So. Wait, what? Yeah. like uh, As you in know, you don't believe dinosaurs existed? Uh, I'm not believing or dis- disbelieving. It's like no proof. Like... Because they throw these big bones paws up in a museum, <laughs> in the museum, and be like, "Yo, these are the people that were here before us." I mean, no, no, see, that, that is the proof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who else is like having dinosaur debates besides like school children or I suppose archaeologists? This, I, like, it doesn't get any better. This is for me. This is like one of the best stories of the week. I guess he also said about dinosaur bones in museums. Um, so these bones are still strong enough to put up in museums and they didn't crumble or anything like that. I'm not necessarily going for that one. If we get more proof on it, cool, but I'm not going off museum facts. But why would the Museum of Natural History lie to you? You know, why would you feel you were being deceived? Well, first it was like the moon landing conspiracy (laughs) and now it's the dinosaur bone conspiracy. The best part is that they ask him, they're like, "Uh, do you also believe that the earth is flat? And he's like, no, like that's ridiculous. Right. Unlike (laughs) Ron Artest or Meta Meta World World Peace. Peace. I The thing, though, that I think this story is so indicative of our times, mm-hmm. all anyone cares about is their own opinion. It's like everyone's opinion is just a fact and everyone's like speaking their truth. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's my truth. Dinosaurs, it's all, you know, bogus. Deal with um, it. Although he said he hasn't quite made up his mind yet. Um, the one thing, though, that I found interesting, which you might not have realized is that Cameron grew up in New York and he went to the Manhattan Center for Science and Mathematics for high school. Was he So just... he went to a science and math high school. And then he actually went to college in Texas without ever having graduated from high school. Hmm. But then he dropped out of college and then ended up getting signed to a label hmm. and, had, and was introduced to Biggie. Why you don't need college when you know Biggie. And... Anyway, it's a crazy story, but I I guess we'll see. I mean, have any archaeologists commented on this situation? No, but they should. We got to make some Or do you think they really need to? I don't know. (laughs) It's like, I don't even waste your time. All right, let's get into our first story. Singer turned reality star Ray J is attempting to rebrand himself as a businessman. In 2017, his company Raycon inked a $31 million deal to sell wireless headphones, eyeglasses, and electric scooters known as Scoot e-bikes. Even though the sexy Can I Singer has been called delusional, Ray J continues to be steadfast in his quest to become a mogul. 
So why does everyone think this is a joke? Well, Raycon is actually a pretty good name for a company. It's just ridiculous enough. It, it sounds very infomercially, you know, Or like Raycon. a movie Travolta will be in in a, a few years. I mean, here's the thing, though, Maggie, is I, being old school, and maybe you can take me through this a little bit. So to me, Ray J says two things. When I think of Ray J, I think of two things only. And now I guess we're going to think of more because he's starting trying to start these companies. But I think of the Kim Kardashian sex tape, mm-hmm. which was his kind of his main claim to fame up until now, and then being, right, Brandy's brother. Right. Yeah. So fill me in on Ray J since, you know, why, why is he making headlines again? Because of his because of his ridiculous Raycon companies, yeah. Or- so Ray J has the confidence that many feel is undeserved. He's out there shilling these products. You might have seen him in a complex video, right. Shilling these the magazine o- complex. The magazine the video itself wasn't. Very it wasn't complex. complex. It, was it was pretty straightforward. straightforward. <laughs> right. So- he was on a video being interviewed by Complex Magazine. Yes. In a clip online, and which he's I- showing these glasses, which are called bunny eyes, but his line is called bunny rays. That's R A Y Z. Bunny rays. Bunny rays. These are glasses you can allegedly Ray Ban must be like consulting their in house <laughs> counsel. But go ahead. These are glasses you can bend in all kinds of ways. You can move them, they don't break. Apparently, you can flip them over so you look like a menacing librarian. <laughs> <laughs> you can move down one of the arms. The Is that temples. what you call it? Yeah. Okay. I don't wear glasses. As clearly. a four eyed person myself. <laughs> so Ray J is back on the scene with this, but Ray J has been delivering like quality entertainment to people for a long time because it seems as he has like nothing to lose. He's so ridiculous. Everybody knows him as the co-star in Kim Kardashian sex tape, which dropped in 2007. He dated her in 2003. But before that, he had kind of a viable music career. He had a song called Sexy Can I, which I believe was about strippers. Sounds good. So he's shilling these glasses that make him look like Sally Jesse Raphael. Right, they are. But, they're red. And, and, they're oversized. And they're readers. So these are glasses that like people's moms or grandmothers wear that you get. They're like they're a higher end and they look cool, but they're like they're like a higher end sort of supermarket yeah. glasses. And these right? are the glasses that when your dad can't find his glasses, he just <laughs> slaps your mother's on his face. and He's like, oh, the readers, they were two dollars on Canal Street. Of course, they're fine. Right. Ruining every and they part like of my click eye. When, so you tilt down the front of the glasses mm-hmm. and they like click down. Yeah. And then you can tilt down the temples, as you said. And he has said that. So like when you want to take a nap or you're getting your hair cut. But like, do you nap with glasses on? What is Ray J doing that he's like, uh, I'm getting my hair cut. I need to flip these over. I usually just take off. Well, you know what? Ray J actually kind of has a good point <laughs> I'm about to say as someone who wears glasses. When you get your hair cut, the thing is. Like, I take off my glasses and I just put them on, like, that little counter where they Mm -hmm. have, like, the, you know, whatever, combs and Barbasol and hair (laughs) hair products. So I put them down. And the thing is that it is kind of true that, like, I am a bit of a blur. So while they're cutting my hair, sometimes, like, at the end, they're like, how is it? And I'm like, it looks amazing. And then you can put your glasses on and be like, I look totally jacked up. One thing that is funny is I look so good blurry. So when I look at myself in the mirror and I see myself and I'm getting my hair cut, I'm like, I've still got it. If I could just flip the glasses down, I guess so, maybe I need bunny eyes. But I would need. But he also sells them with no, per, no magnification as well. They're just clear. 
so you could just wear glasses and just <laughs> who but who's trying to come out with these like red granny glasses i don't understand. i think it's 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 actually pretty genius i think it's amazing and he does he is when you look at the at his pitch he's like very confident it's very sort of winning but there was a thing on that complex video right where the host where Ray J claimed that the glasses are completely unbreakable which mm-hmm. i don't know if he just made up on the spot and then the host basically just snaps, snaps them in them. half right i love it that's like the interview energy that i want to see but he's so what are scooty bikes what's the other thing it's i guess a, you need the glasses when you're riding the what are they it's like a scooter it's like those bird scooters scoot dash e dash bikes and it's the bikes that you like bird and those other services i think it's similar i would just like to point out They're very popular this is a man whose own wife was saying bye ugly to him just a few weeks ago right so that was the other thing is like i have to say until ray j had stranded his current wife named princess love allegedly in las vegas mm-hmm. while she was eight months pregnant and with their other child I hadn't really heard Ray J's name too much like recently, but now it it turns out he's everywhere. He's also gone on this campaign to deny that he left her in Las Vegas and said that because he was in town for the BET Awards. Mm -hmm. And he said that, well, he said he left, but that she wasn't stranded because she was just like in their hotel room and that that's not stranded. Stranded made it sound like she was out on the street. You know why you have she needed a scooty bike. Because he's in a Christmas movie. He is? He's in a movie called Dear Santa, I Need a Date, in which two oh, really? siblings is it make a, a bet. Movie? No, I believe it's on... So this, the movie's called Dear Santa, I Need a Date. Two successful siblings make a bet that they can both find a date before Christmas. Wow. What it's a bet. Why is that hard? I don't know. Ray J seems to think he can find two a date Two successful siblings? Yeah. So why couldn't they find a date before Christmas? What's the problem? I don't know. Maybe people are booked or they're traveling. Also, I love how this – wait, dates. what channel is this movie on? I believe the it's Hallmark? on One, it's called. Oh, oh One. And... Yeah, yeah, One. I mean, the other thing is like find a date before Christmas. Isn't it just called like Tinder or Grinder or Or maybe like that's some why app? he's like really leaning like into date, these red it's like, glasses. Oh, yeah. You don't think it, – it's actually – is it a short film? No. Because it's like five minutes. They're like, who could find a date before Christmas? I bet I can. And they pull out their phone and they each like swipe two times and they're like, done. <laughs> Can't wait for the sequel. Yeah. Who can find I a need date a divorce before, before, before Christmas. That's the sequel. <laughs> that would be better. That's a good idea. Two brothers. I'm who, returning who, you who and this a, gift. Who can get a faster divorce? <laughs> yeah. That might be what's – I mean, what's going on with Princess Love and Ray J now? We don't know, right? Is she like Merry Christmas ugly or she's like, sorry I said that about you? I think the whole thing is a bit of a stunt. Well, apparently behind the scenes what happened was Ray J wanted them to move to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to move. She refused to move to Las Vegas. They live in L.A. Right. And he was, like, looking for houses and all this stuff. She didn't want to move there. And now this thing has left such a sour taste in his mouth that he's like, I'm never going to Vegas again. Like, I'm done with Vegas. Mm-hmm. And he said all of this about never going to Vegas again on the Wendy Williams show. So, well, what is the attraction for you to live in Vegas? I'm done with Vegas. I hate Vegas. Never again. <laughs>
So mission accomplished on her part. They're not moving to Vegas. So maybe this was all a ruse Mm. on her part. We also might be hearing even more about Ray J, but it might not be under his real name. We're going to have to look out for this. We recently reported that a longtime tabloid editor named Kevin Dixon, who was close pals with the Kardashian family from the mid-2000s until her 2011 divorce from Chris Humphreys, he had acted as her go-between between the Kardashian family and the celebrity weeklies like In Touch and Life and Style. And basically, he's written a a novel, which is billed as a fairy tale, I think for legal reasons, that's a book about a very Kim Kardashian-like star who um, sells a sex tape for millions of dollars, which is engineered by her mom. Mm. The star, the main character, I should say, the main character in this book is a woman named Zia Zandrian, who seems to have a lot in common with Kim Kardashian. And she announces to her pal that she's just gotten paid $5 million for a sex tape. I haven't seen yet what the Ray J character is called, but it'll be interesting to see if he comes out. (laughs) J Ray. Just move some letters around and it's like, oh, inspired by true events. Exactly. You know, Maggie, he also, he doesn't only have Raycon Global Inc. He also has another tech company called Raytronics Inc. (laughs) And it's Raytronics, R-A-Y-T-R-O-N-I-K-S. Oh, I thought it was going to be an Inc. X. That that's that the Scooty bike. Oh, Rick-tronics. like man, like Mantronics. Yeah, look that up. I mean, also it's like he's like Snoop Dogg's cousin. I mean, I think the other reason for his confidence is that he's been in the business a long time, and Br- he's Brandy's brother. He's Snoop Dogg's cousin. I feel like he's very like connected within mm-hmm. the entertainment industry. Yeah. So you know, he's gotten like product placement. You know, for these cockamamie things that he does. I mean, as long from as- like Diddy. You know, Steph Curry, mm. Chris Brown, Bieber, Cara Delevingne, you know, the Clippers, the Rams. So I feel like he's actually, like, just pretty connected. I think as long as they're giving out patents, Ray J is going to soar. Ah, blind items. Page Six is famous for them, and today we have one for you that involves an A-list movie star, graphic pictures, and the hunt for a threesome. Now, for those unfamiliar with blind items, they're anonymous pieces of gossip that require our readers to play a game of Guess Who. And to talk about this exclusive blind item today, we have our senior reporter, Ollie Coleman. So, Ollie, what are you able to tell us about this celebrity and his penis portrait? (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I have to say, penis portrait is actually a pretty good way to describe it. It's very, um, it's a very, it's, it's, it's a, Put it this way: One of my colleagues who saw it said that they wanted to frame it and put it above their their <laughs> mantelpiece. They thought it was a real kind of work of art. Um, so yeah, it, it came from you know one of my many, many, many sources on the LA swinger scene. Well, that's scene. actually what I want to ask you. Wait, but not to interrupt you because we need the, the the get back to the penis portrait, but. So the the item started out, an A-list actor who's been hit with several Me Too accusations raised some eyebrows in the L.A. swinger community by sending an extremely graphic picture to a number of couples online without making any effort to conceal his identity. So your your sources in the L.A. swinger community. Naturally. Right. Okay. Yes. 
Anyway, continue. Um, yeah, and they're a pretty sanguine bunch. You know, it doesn't it doesn't it takes a lot to 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 get their attention these days. You know, they've seen a thing or two. So um, <laughs> literally, <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, the Pulitzer can't be far behind <laughs> on this. Um, and uh, yeah, but you know, the, the, it was noteworthy because he, you know, he's not obscuring his 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 identity at all. Uh, his face is in it, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of a kind of a, a an eye catching thing, and I guess somebody thought it was interesting enough to to send over to us. Right, and it, and you had written the shot that was seen by page six shows the star, the anonymous star, grinning while holding the camera at arm's length to show his torso and erect penis. Mm -hmm. The toned actor appears to be lying in bed. I did hear that someone on our staff was suggesting that maybe he was using the camera angle to his advantage. You know, he has a... A history in the you know movie industry. He knows that is all the, true. He knows, he knows all his the, angles. You know he knows his his light. He's all seen the the, the best you know directors of photography or whoever that figures that you know that kind of stuff out. You know he knows what he's doing. And would I get? I guess you would think in this case, right, that he would have sent this thing out and like. I mean, did your sources say your LA swinger sources say that in a case like this, would they figure that usually the guys would crop his head out of the shot? And you would just identity. let the portrait speak for itself. Maybe, maybe I don't. I don't know how this works exactly, <laughs> but I get. You know, there's got to be ways of doing that in a slightly more smart, cautious way. Except maybe you are. You're really blowing your kind of unique selling point, which is that like you're like super f- famous and maybe if you maybe you know that's that's, that's a you real kind of through the you you know that's really a kind of uh, in, a, in what is presumably a relative le- relatively crowded marketplace like that's a real kind of edge and you don't yeah. want to throw that away so Good point. well the other thing that i guess you could do is like you know sometimes you get invited to like an exclusive event or party and it'll it sends you the thing and it tells you like what it is and the time and the date, but then it says that the the location will be revealed later, like mm-hmm. once you RSVP. Like they don't want to give the location yet, but you are going to find out the location because obviously you have to g- get to this thing. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to give you the location just yet. I mean, he could have sort of taken a cue from that, where it's like, "I'm a celebrity. Find out who <laughs> when I arrive at your door." Oh, you could Lucky even offer you. you could offer like a range of possibilities. You'd be like, either I'm like Dolph Lundgren, or I'm, you know, I don't know. Now I, now I don't want to say these names just in case because it, right, will, it will identify as not. The, right, <laughs> right, right, it is right, not. Right. I can reveal exclusively it is it's not, not Dolph Lundgren. Anyway, I think we're working our way towards a business plan here, which is that we're gonna, you know, that we're we're, we're gonna be the look. If you want to set up three threesomes as a super famous Hollywood person, you know, there needs to be a platform for this, and I think we're about to arrive right, on what the uh, on what the solution cut? is. Or it could be just like a person who's like an advisor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In fact, I know that it's possible to do this kind of thing without this happening, without ending, mm-hmm. ending up with people on a podcast talking about it because you remember we, i did that interview with that, that woman who was like a hollywood dominatrix yes mm-hmm. and she was so your beat <laughs> <laughs> and she was i mean she she saw some very 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 famous people and managed to even write a book about it and nobody knows you know who it is and well the, it, it's true the other thing that you see a lot and and we hear about a lot um and 
are NDAs, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like right. they were like a rapper. Like actually, we had a story recently, right? About it was for the woman who had been the real life stripper from the Hustlers mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. and she had a thing in her book. And it was like I was with a very famous musician, and and it was some crazy right. thing with all these strippers. Yeah. He took them back to his place, right. and then they're, they're everyone's just like handing out NDAs. I always wonder if it's like a mood killer when you're like, oh yeah, this is amazing. Hang on one second, I'm just my lawyer is like coming in with a briefcase mm-hmm. and opens up the NDA thing, right. and you're like, um, but I mean that's the thing too is like I guess I don't know. It just seems like people have like ways to keep these things uh, under wraps. Do you think this was a recent pick of this person or he just has like a stock of images when he was feeling really good about himself that he sends out? Uh, I think it's pretty recent mm-hmm. within the last. I mean, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know when the picture was taken, but mm-hmm. I think that it went, I think it went out recently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you were, I guess you would send one from when you were at your very best. I don't right. know, just... We want to see well, you. I have to say, I can't wait. First of all, it's an amazing item. But I can't wait to see what you come up with next. Mm, thank mm. you. Can I just say, by the way, doing like world. as you said, like Patrick is very well known for blind items and mm-hmm. whatever. They're an absolute nightmare because you guarantee that the next day you're going to get like endless telephone calls saying like who like people will need to like hand deliver the news to each individual person who's mm-hmm. interested in it. Like who is it? Who is it? It's like if I was going to say who it was. I would have said in the right. story. <laughs> exactly. Well, I wonder if the celebrity himself, if this will deter him from um, setting the shot out more. I mean, I guess not because he's just like, I mean, that's the thing also. It's like he's not doing anything, I mean, wrong. No, it's like that's no, what no, that's no, what you no, do. on this occasion anyway. And yeah, I mean, I mean, and cl- clearly he doesn't care. Right. Clearly he doesn't care. Right. So. That's the selling point. It's him. Yeah. Totes. NBA All-Star Steph Curry and his wife Aisha recently showed off new matching tattoos on Instagram. They each have three symbols, a wolf, a butterfly, and a unicorn that represent their three children, seven-year-old Riley, four-year-old Ryan, and one-year-old Cannon. But it's not the first time they've matched their ink. The couple has little greater than, less than symbols and words in Hebrew which say love never fails. I guess it's sweet, but are matching tattoos really a good idea when you're constantly in the spotlight? Well... I think, Maggie, that it used to be the old rule of thumb down by the docks. Now, the old rule of thumb in tattoos was don't get another person's name tattooed on you because, like, you know, like the Winona Forever situation, wino, you know, and then you have to change it to wino forever. Um, But now it's actually not just, like, the person's name, getting another person's name tattooed on you. It's getting the matching tattoo with your partner Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of celebrity couples out there, and I assume normal people too, who've gotten tattoos together because now, you know, it's just so common. You just, like, get a tattoo on your second date. You get, like, matching tattoos. And then you're not together anymore, and then I don't know what you do. So, like, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth Mm -hmm. had matching tattoos. Of Vegemite. Which is a tribute to his native Australia. Right. So for her, it really doesn't make sense as like a southern southerner, Southern American. And then um, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, Uh I think, are like kind of a good example of a bad matching tattoo. Pete Davidson has tattoos of like all the girls he's romance. Right. That's true. He had the Cassie David Mm -hmm. tattoo. Mm -hmm. And then he ends up getting them covered up. Right. The Ariana Grande one, though, is particularly ill-advised because it was behind his ear. Right. It was on his neck. And it was sort of like a 
Playboy bunny symbol. She had done some looks where she had those like bunny ears on and now it's like a big filled in heart. Right. And it looks kind of jacked up. So why do you think he would cover it up instead of just lasering it off? Well, I think first of all, lasering is it's very painful. Mm -hmm. It's very expensive. But I guess expense isn't that big a deal. And also it's like if you're getting it lasered and on your neck because it takes a like many sessions to get a tattoo mm. lasered off. So it's just going to look all like grayed and like yeah. jacked up anyway. And then the other thing I think with lasering is it doesn't like totally one. It kind of breaks it down and mm-hmm. I guess over time and it kind of fades it to the point where it's basically gone. But I think what a lot of people do is they kind of laser it so that they can get it covered up. So right. you kind of break it down. So because that was like a solid black thing, so it'd be hard to tattoo over that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if lasering on your neck is like right. gonna be pretty intense. Totally. Um, but what do you think about this Steph Curry? I mean, the other thing that's happened is so there's certain celebrity tattoo artists who have become the go-to people right. in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and they are Bang Bang. Yep. Who's in New York? Bang Bang. Who? Um, who famously let Rihanna tattoo at the parlor, right? Yes, and that is a thing. A lot of celebrity tattoo artists are letting, like, they let their clients tattoo them mm-hmm. as like a sort of weird perk, which mm-hmm. just is like an even worse idea than getting matching tattoos. I mean, but I guess you just have to do it, and you don't care. But there's. So Bang Bang, who's done Justin Bieber and mm-hmm. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. There's Dr. Wu in L.A. Yep. Um, there's... This guy, Winterstone. This guy, Winterstone, right. So this guy whose name is Daniel Winter, a.k.a. Winterstone, did the Steph Curry mm-hmm. and Aisha, his wife, tattoos. He's done Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus, as you mentioned, Emma Roberts, Joe Jonas, mm-hmm. Mandy Moore... But I don't know. What do you think of these new Steph Curry tattoos? I mean, I think it's sweet because the tattoos are about his kids, right? It's like three tattoos. Right. And They're very geometric looking. And one's a wolf and one's a unicorn and one's a butterfly. It looks like a rendering of something. Yeah. I will tell you, I actually hate these tattoos. Yeah, I think I, they suck. I, I'm thinking about I mean, about which is no much. reflection on children because, as you know, I believe the children are our future. Um, <laughs> much, them well one of the many the things way. I have and had in common with Whitney Houston. <laughs> but I just think this is whack. Like, it's like, first of all, they're they're kind of small. I mean, that's the thing. Is So basically the trend in Hollywood, the tattoo trend, is these delicate mm-hmm. sort of small and delicate tattoos. And for a while it was like micro tattoos. Right. And you know, the micro tattoos like Cara Delevingne had like a little tiny lion on her finger or people mm-hmm. get these little tattoos. The thing about these tattoos is they're all like Instagram tattoos. Totally. They're basically tattoos that look amazing like right after you get them and you put them on Instagram, but they don't really last. Like a little micro tattoo, especially if it's on your hand right. in a place like that, it's just going to end up being like kind of like a, a smudge. Yeah. So I think this is just like trendy BS. So obviously Steph and Aisha are not the first to get matching tattoos. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have matching tattoos of their late dog Waldo. And they have a Toy Story quote that starts on one of their wrists and ends on the other to infinity and beyond. Which makes me want to gag a little. Whoa. 
Uh, what be- are some other ones? Beyonce and Jay-Z have the Roman numeral four on each of their ring fingers. Is that for their four children? No, they're obsessed with four. That's three the whole children. thing. Oh, right. The December four. Illuminati. Oh, blue IV. IV is Roman numeral four. They were married. Weren't they married? Four, four, four. Jay Z's album. Four. You know what's weird? I actually no wonder this is making sense to me. My lucky number is four. Is it? Okay. Yes. And part of the reason was when I was in the YBA, the Youth Basketball Association in Brooklyn, which is the basketball league that I played in. Thanks for explaining what that was because I had no idea. I was always on the so the teams were sponsored by different businesses in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. The best team in the league was always Borough Photo. Every year on Montague Street, Borough Photo had the best team every year. Like they had this kid called Wu on it. His name was David, but his nickname was Wu. Anyway, so they had Wu. They had all these kids, whatever, stacked with talent. Mm-hmm. I was the starting point guard for Minsky's Diner. Okay, Minsky's Diner. Yeah, no one even knew where Minsky's was. Okay, I had never seen it. It must have been in some other part of Brooklyn or like down on like Third Avenue or something. And we were like the shortest, wackest team in the league. And I was very, I was a small Jew, but I was, but I was number four. I wish I had my Minsky's. Shirt. It was like oh four, and on the back it said Minsky's. Now I and have I just to find dish in the rock. Ian, a Minsky's shirt on eBay. Yeah, I'm gonna make it happen. For totally you. played at the YMCA on Drolman Street. It is now luxury condos. Ian, you have tattoos, right? I do, Maggie. Although they're not visible right now. Neither are mine. Your tattoo is not visible either. You, how many tattoos do you have? One. One tattoo. Mm-hmm. Can you reveal where it is? Yes, I have one tattoo on the inside of my bottom lip. Oh my gosh! I was very that's cool so baller. <laughs> were you like in a g- girl gang, or no. were you like? I just like the idea that it was something that like only I knew about. That's amazing. You that's know? pretty baller. That it wasn't really so a you flashy. Have, thing. You got one tattoo, and it was on your inner lip one and that's done. so intense yeah. i feel like that also sounds like you were like carrying like you know like a razor blade in your mouth and if somebody like you know yeah try to take your lunch or whatever yeah like, i'll cut you later i reformed <laughs> and i went to elementary schools and talked about gang violence and then took it out it yeah was like, yeah and i exactly. had a razor blade in my lip the whole time kids and yeah. you didn't even know this no. is and what and what does the tattoo say like mi vida loca <laughs> no it says sink ships with an anchor in the middle it's oh, a play on loose lips and how ships. old were you when you got the tattoo i was 19 wow yeah that must have been amazing in bars just for a long time where you were just like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, P.S., bam, like drop the lip. And I mean, like, I just... am not someone who just like flips her lip in public places that often. <laughs> it's a flip great. Flip the lip. Flip it, the lip. It was a great flip flex the lip. to be like, yeah, yeah. you're always like, I have a tattoo, but I can't tell you where it is. You're like, no one can see it. And people were always thinking it was something else. But did, it was like, whoop, here it is on my lip. Did you get in a lot? Did you get in a lot of physical fights with people no, at the I've time? No, I've never been in a physical fight. Because it would be good. Because if you're just like facing off at the beginning and like you know throwing heat or whatever the term would be, you... you're like you're like what the bleep is up? And then you pull the lip down and you're like, how you like me now? Let me tell you, I've you know never... what I mean? You're like. I've never been in a fight. Step off. But that seems like a quick way to get punched in the face. Tell Another me about tattoo. your tattoos. I actually you have, have a million. It's hard to believe. I do. I have like 
this sounds insane and I realize how like douchey this makes me sound, but I I do have a lot of tattoos, man. Although no one would ever know it because I'm just like a mild man. I'm like it's like the Yakuza, you know, in Japan. <laughs> it's like they because they yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are but not. they the thing is they have like these crazy bodysuits. So yes, I actually I have ten tattoos, believe it or not. Is your retirement plan the Yakuza? Yes, I'm on the 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 Yakuza credit union is amazing actually. I joined just to get Your the pension. benefits. They charge no fee for any ATM. Did you know that Page Six is launching a wine club? I'd heard something about this, Maggie. My sources had told me, but what's it all about? It sounds like a great idea. Okay, so we're launching this wine club with First Leaf, and we have a really special holiday offer where you can get six bottles of wine for only thirty nine ninety five, and it ships for free. That sounds like a great deal. Totally, the wine itself is worth over a hundred and twenty dollars, but you can get it for thirty nine ninety five. That's great. I'm always looking for wines to give people as gifts over the holidays. And First Leaf is so confident in the quality of their wine that they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So that means if you're not feeling a particular bottle of wine, they will cover it completely. Wow, that's pretty innovative. Why not give it a try? Wine not. Order now to get six bottles of wine for only $39.95 with free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash wehear. That's six bottles of wine for only $39.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash wehear. It's time for our favorite part of the show. Let's take a look in the Page Six vault to see what each and celebrity juicy exclusive we've uncovered from yesteryear. Back in 2008, Page Six published a story with the headline, Not Lazy. Back then we wrote... Hip-hop mogul Jay-Z spends so much time in his recording studio, he needs to keep a bed in there. Sources told us Hova hit up Bow Concept on Madison Avenue and 30th Street to find furniture for his Manhattan office. We hear his purchases included a sleep-sized sofa, a bar table, bar stools, and a glass coffee table, and that he dispatched his assistant to collect the goods. No word as to whether Beyonce had any say in the decorating decisions. Good pitch, Bo Concept, back in 2008. Yeah. I like how, like, one thing is, I, I know we're not supposed to divulge, you know, any, like, page six secrets, but it's like, sometimes I have to say, it's like, we have a section called, like, sightings, mm-hmm. you know, or a, a regular item called sightings, and it's like, sometimes it'll be, like, you know, like, spotted, you know, out at Tau or, you know, wherever in Miami, and then it's like, David Beckham, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. And Murray Weintraub. And then you're like, I wonder who called that one in. Was it Affleck, Beckham, Jordan, or Weintraub? Probably Weintraub. Probably Weintraub. In this case, I'm not saying. This item came from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We can't go back in time and figure out. And I don't want to blow anybody's source. But it's just interesting that Beau Concept, the furniture store, is so prominently <laughs> mentioned in this. But whatever. I don't know. But whatever. It, we can't judge. I'm not sure. I don't know. So we're talking about Jay-Z this week because he just turned 50, and to celebrate his 50th birthday, he made his entire discography available on Spotify. Nice pronunciation of discography. I would have tripped over that one. (laughs) Thank you, sir. So, you know, Jay-Z was holding out with Tidal for so long, his streaming platform, and I feel like people just weren't that into it. You know, I'm actually glad that he did put out the catalog on Spotify because I love Spotify. 
I'm obsessed with Spotify, and basically I'm on Spotify literally 24-7. And the one the, it's actually rare that I can't find something on Spotify. I love it's Spotify. very rare. And as you know, we've gone we've we've gone back and forth dueling surf Christmas music mm-hmm. trivia. Yep. So we're we know some like deep cuts, some rare groove, if you will, if I may. Uh, but there are very few things that I haven't been able to find on Spotify musically, and like Jay Z's catalog is one of them. Another album you can't find on Spotify though, little lesser known than Jay Z, The Raunch Hands. What is that? Yeah, it's a it, the, it's hard to find albums by the, the raun- There's an album by The Raunch Hands called Learn to Wap a Dang with The Raunch Hands. <laughs> That's one of the only. I had it on a cassette. It's one of the only other albums that I cannot find on Spotify besides Jay Z. <laughs> You are becoming like a new school Rick Moranis to me, (laughs) (laughs) and I cannot unsee it. (laughs) Yeah, it's an amazing album. Well, that's it for this episode of We Hear. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. You can find more of the hottest celebrity news and gossip by signing up for our newsletter and by visiting page6.com. We'll be back next Monday with more Page 6 exclusives. See you then.